0: Someone maybe should give Vladimir Putin a hug. Maybe that would help. You shoot water into a clown's mouth. Maybe you win a stuffed animal. You give it to a lady. Maybe she gives you a little bit of pussy. Yeah, I'm watching horse jerk-off videos. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Hey, what's going on with you? It's your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people how you doing? How was your weekend? Hey, my friend, I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. All right. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But flip that shit around. All right. Real quick, got nothing coming up. Go to joekellycomedy.com. You could just check it out. (laughs) I don't have any dates coming up right now for any shows or anything like that. I probably won't be doing uh, too many shows for the rest of the month, maybe popping out here and there. I'm not too sure, but, uh, shooting a movie for the rest of this month so i uh, am kind of locked in as far as time goes and i've never really shot a, a full movie before we started shooting last week hey it's pretty fun it's a lot of uh, waiting around <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense you think like why was it why does it take fucking 4 months to shoot an hour long movie it's because well you're waiting around a lot for like lights to get set up and uh and everything but it's uh, it's been a fun experience thus far and i'm not sure when it's going to come out i assume it'll be out later in the summer but we're doing an old an old like 70s style slasher movie so be on the lookout for it people i'll keep you up to date with everything uh that's going on with it it's pretty it's pretty fucking cool man we lucked out as far as like our uh, our scenes go, I guess maybe that's the word for it or whatever. But anyway, we needed to find like an old a house to basically shoot in that would make it look like a cabin. And my buddy, Bob, Bob Place, if uh, look him up on Instagram, if you can, Bob, it's I think it's Bob fucking place. is his Instagram account. Bob is hilarious, man. He's been one of my favorite people in Atlanta since I got here. Uh, super funny. Really got a good spirit about him. He makes like parody songs and sketches. He does a whole bunch of shit. He also has a movie out on uh, Amazon Prime right now called American Dirt Bags that I believe he made in like 2013, 2014. Super fun, super crazy movie. Go check it out. But uh, the whole thing with the house and the cabin, it it, somehow it panned out to where we ended up shooting in this house that we could just fuck up because some lady uh, had died in it. Or something like that. The lady who owned it is dead. And it's in like one of these like hipper neighborhoods in Atlanta. So they're going to demolish the house. The lady doesn't live there anymore. So Bob somehow got linked up with it. And it's like, hey, you guys can just fuck this house up. Because we're going to completely knock it down as soon as you are done. So... I would be, it would be so funny to see the look on the people's faces because I don't know if the people who are going to demolish the house knew that there were going to be a group of people trying to shoot a horror movie in there. So there's just fucking blood splatter (laughs) on the floor and on the walls and shit. And uh, we cleaned it up a little bit, but they're like, no, don't even, don't even worry about it. It would be hilarious to watch people walk in and go, You know, this uh, this old lady died in this house, right? And they walk in and it just looks like a fucking massacre in there. (laughs) It's awesome. But uh, anyway, that's the only thing I got really going on this month. So, you know, also, if you haven't uh, checked out, I got doing a new podcast with my buddy Monty Mitchell. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do. It's called the Stinkhole Hour. You can listen to it uh dropping those episodes every Tuesday. We also have a Patreon where I'm putting out those episodes on Friday along with video and some uh exclusive stuff too. So if you want to check that out, patreon.com slash the stinkhole hour. And uh if you just want to take a listen to it, go check it out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that shit. Again, it's called the uh the stinkhole hour. So that's all I'm up to right now. What are you up to? Are you having fun with yourself? Are you doing anything uh positive in your life? You know? I was thinking, uh, I don't even know if this means anything, but I was thinking about how how much easier it is to make an excuse to stop doing something than it is to find a reason to continue doing something. You ever find yourself doing that, people? Making up uh, any excuse you possibly can to to not do something or or to tap out on something that you're doing rather than finding a reason to continue doing it, you know? I was just thinking about it when I was running uh, last week sometime, and it was just like, man, I'm tired. I would like to stop running right now. And it's like, well, why don't you just keep running instead of finding an easy out, you know? And uh even with comedy lately, I feel like for me, man, I've been going through this thing to go, is this shit even worth it anymore? Is this any fun anymore? You know, especially now with fucking gas being four bucks a fucking gallon, five bucks a gallon, you know, it's like if I try and get on the road and, uh, Even if I make a hundred bucks now, if I drive four or five hours to make a hundred bucks, like all that money is going to gas. It's like, what the fuck is even going on? But, you know, that's an easy excuse to be like, oh, I'll just won't do road comedy anymore because gas is too expensive. But then it's like, no, dude, the reason you started doing this shit is because you thought you could do it. You know what I mean? And you have been doing it for nine fucking years. So the reason to keep doing it is because you can't stop. It's been the one thing. It's been the one thing that I've been able to commit to as an adult, even, I guess, as a, as a child, too. You know what I mean? Sticking things out, sticking it through to see what uh, where you get. So I definitely can. It's the one fucking thing in my life that has been consistent. It's been the only thing. It's been the only thing I've ever committed to. For nine fucking years. So, you know, I can't let it go now. You know what I mean? So maybe you got something like that in your life that you're like, ah, I could let this fall by the wayside for A, B, C, and D. You know, got all these excuses to not do the shit that you know you should be doing or that you want to do. But there's uh, there's always a reason to to do it. So maybe if you can get through all the bullshit excuses and find that uh, that reason, you know. Anyway... What's going on with you people? How you been? I went up to Nashville this weekend, did a show. Fuck man, it was uh, it was a long is a long journey. Usually the drive from Nashville to uh, or excuse me, from Atlanta to Nashville is about three and a half hours. It took me about fucking five hours on Goddamn Friday to get up there, people. And it wasn't even getting out of Atlanta this time. It was everything on the way up to Nashville. It was just like traffic was just fucking shit the whole way took me like 5 hours so i got there you know like barely before the show starts which i hate doing i like to get there and get settled in but you know it is what it is and i was uh, thinking about staying in nashville for the night and then i was like you know what i think i'll just get back cuz that drive at night is a little bit more peaceful but uh i made it about 2 hours into the drive i got down to chattanooga coming back to atlanta so it's like 1 One in the morning, maybe. And I just hit a fucking wall, dude. Just hit a fucking wall and was like, man, I got to get to fucking, I got to take a nap. I ain't going to make it the whole fucking way without, you know, getting all stir crazy and shit. So took a quick nap. Should have been back in Atlanta around 3.30. But that nap, I ended up waking up at 3.30. So I didn't get back to like fucking 5 a.m., dog. And it was just, it was a lot. (laughs) My whole Saturday was fucked just because I couldn't I couldn't get my my mind was just in a fucking haze all day, you know, but uh, but anyway, that's got nothing to do with anything. I was listening to the radio on the way up. Do you guys still listen to FM radio? Does anybody listen to the radio? I don't blame you if you don't. I was listening to NPR. (laughs) I like to listen to NPR and also like to listen to conservative talk radio just to hear just to hear the complete contrasting points of two polar opposites of the spectrum. You know what I mean? But NPR was talking about how, I don't know how the stats work for job creation in this country, you know, because NPR was talking, they're like in February we created over 600,000 new jobs in America. And it's like, where the fuck are these jobs at? Who's getting them? You know, what, what sector are they in? 600,000 jobs. And you got to think if that happens in one month. So how many would that be if you did that every month for a year? Like 6 million, 7.2 million jobs? Where are they? What's going on? Because every place I see is either closing or they have a help wanted sign. So where the fuck are all these jobs that get created month after month, year after year? I certainly don't see them. You know, is it just more McDonald's opening up? Have we opened up 20,000 McDonald's to create 600,000 new jobs in the month of February? How does that shit work? I would like someone to explain it to me. Because to me, it seems like a bunch of fucking nonsense. (laughs) You got 600,000 new jobs. Well, where the fuck did they go? Where are they? Who has them? How much do they pay? Do you have to work, you know, fucking four hours to get a gallon of gas at these new jobs? Where are the new jobs, people? Who has them? Did you get a new job last month? Did anybody you know get a new job last month? I don't know anybody who got a new fucking job last month. And you would think out of, I know there's, what what do we have in this country? 350 million people. You think though, out of 600,000 jobs that were created, over 600,000 jobs. I might know one motherfucker who got a new goddamn job last month, but I don't. I don't know anybody who got a new job. I know people who are still at their same shitty jobs they hate, and I know people who still don't have a fucking job just because they don't want to have one. (laughs) Laziness is the fucking death of everything, man. I got a buddy back in Flint who hasn't had a job in like fucking 10 years and i'm not sure what he's doing but his whole excuse for not having a job again these excuses people these excuses are the death of you is there are no good paying jobs you know but it's like but you haven't had a job in 10 years so what do you think who do you think is going to give you a good paying job and what is a good paying job you know what i mean if you work you know it's it's not the best scenario but if you're working 40 hours a week at 12 bucks an hour at least you're getting some money, you know you're not gonna get rich off it. You might if you use your investments wisely, if you take that you know take a hundred bucks every week and put it into something. but uh it's just crazy he'd he'd much rather live in uh, his parents' basement than get a job that he considers isn't good pain, and he's a real smart dude. I'm not trying to shit on my buddy. he's a really smart guy. You know he has like a two master's degrees or something like that, but he's never put them to any use. I know that, but I'm just saying, if there were six hundred thousand new jobs created, I figured maybe he might, <laughs> maybe he might be able to get one. But I don't know how that shit works. It seems like it's all a bunch of fucking hoopla and lies. You know what I mean? I've heard somebody break it down as to how they do the job market as far as like job creations and shit like that, but I don't remember. But you would fucking think out of 600,000 new fucking jobs, you might know one person, maybe two people that got one, but I certainly don't. But that's not here, though. Just more bullshit from the fucking government and media and all that nonsense. 600,000 new fucking jobs. Yeah, I bet. I bet. (laughs) As the economy is the strongest it's ever been. Is it? How come we still don't have chicken at the grocery store? How come gas is four bucks a gallon if the economy's doing so great and we have all these new jobs? You know what I'm saying? Fuck, man. Fuck. It's, it's crazy. But you can't, I don't know. You can't think about it. You can't get caught up in that shit too much, you know. Is the world falling apart? Maybe. Everybody I talk to seems to uh, think that we're on the the verge of a, a World War Three, but I think, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I think the more people lean into that and see it as inevitable, it will be. Because at the end of the day, we all create our own reality. The holographic universe, people, everything is a projection. So, you know, if you get, divide the world in half, right? Half the people think World War III is coming. Half the people don't. And maybe if you get one person to switch sides, it will affect the outcome. You know what I mean? So half the world's population thinks there is a World War III, half the people in the world don't. And then one person who doesn't starts to think that World War III is inevitable. I truly believe it will be inevitable then. Everything's thought, people. Everything is projection. If we keep projecting this downfall, and I welcome the downfall, don't get me wrong. I like it. I think it's fun and I think it's exciting to watch everything crumble, but I also, you know, there's good-spirited people out there that I talk to that don't think the same way that I do, that don't find the destruction to be a form of entertainment, but they are trapped in this fucking inevitable. Oh, what's How could I word this better? They're trapped in just thinking that the downfall is inevitable, but they don't even want it to be inevitable. You know what I mean? So, just keep that in mind. If we keep if we keep going down this path and thinking this way, it's going to happen. We'll make it happen. It's not inevitable. We could stop everything right now and change the fucking world, but you got to change how you think, you know? You got to change how you interact with one another. It's all projection, people. It's all coming from the inside. Someone maybe should give Vladimir Putin a hug. Maybe that would help. You could also, <laughs> you know... I'm not, I don't know enough about anything as far as geopolitics or anything like that. But, uh, you know, there's also the idea that, Hey maybe people could stop fucking with Russia all the goddamn time. Cause it seems like we've been doing that as far as uh, the Western world or whatever, American, all that shit for a very long time. Again, I'm not well read on any of this shit, you know, but, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Vladimir Putin could use a hug and go hey man what's the real issue here what's wrong what's the problem what are you afraid of i'm afraid of stuff too let's talk about what we're afraid of together and maybe we can figure out a better solution than a an inevitable nuclear war amongst the most powerful countries in the world you know and i think all this focus on russia i was i think it's jimmy door i was watching uh He's like kind of a political commentator, comedian guy. He has a great show on YouTube, but uh, he he brought up the point that, uh, that, that something about with all the shit that with the Ukraine and Russia, he has an idea that uh, something's going to happen with Taiwan and China and it's going to go unnoticed because everyone's so caught up in this shit. What a time to be alive, people. What a time to be alive in the world, you know, in this technologically... Advanced world, but we're still, we're still just fucking hairless monkeys just trying to figure this shit out. And we think we know something when it's so clear that we don't, bro. It's so clear that we don't. Someone got shot at the fucking fair in Atlanta last night. You know what I mean, people? Cotton candy and fucking go karts or whatever and Ferris wheels and all that shit. And motherfuckers are shooting each other dead at a fucking fair where it's supposed to be fun you're supposed to get an elephant ear maybe a hot dog you shoot water into a clown's mouth maybe you win a stuffed animal you give it to a lady maybe she gives you a little bit of pussy you know that's what the fair's supposed to be about you take your kids there they eat some cotton candy you put them on the scrambler they puke their fucking guts out that's what the fair's supposed to be but instead people are shooting each other at the fucking fair and we then we go oh no we're civilized people we're all civilized human beings you know what i mean we're not the same we were a hundred thousand years ago and we fucking are i hate to break it to you people but we fucking are we haven't come very far from our fucking primitive ancestors who lived in huts sure we have houses now i'm talking into a microphone pretty fucking fancy stuff i don't know how it works you know And if you're honest with yourself, you still have those primitive feelings are still, are still inside you. The flight or, what is it, fight or flight, you know, kill or be killed, we're still operating in that manner. And I think if we talked about that a little bit more instead of bullshitting ourselves time and time again, then we might be able to uh, find some peace in this chaotic world that we're living in at the moment, you know. I accept that part of myself, I feel like. So I remain pretty peaceful for the most part. That's like I was at the show in Nashville. and So he's talking to me about the fucking Russia shit. And it's like, bro, I'm not paying much attention to it. I'm not paying attention to anything anymore. I just don't. It doesn't do much for me. The COVID shit, the Russia shit. Just because no matter what I think, it's probably going to be wrong. I'm never going to get the full picture as to what is actually going on and neither will you unless it's going to be you're going to create the picture that you want to see that's what we're going to do we're going to take the information that fits in with our reality with our world that we created on our own and then we're going to ignore everything else that doesn't fit in to that because if you accept the stuff that goes against your reality my god my God, people, you might realize you've been living a lie your whole fucking life. So, that's what we do. We like to bullshit ourselves and think we know something. But really, we just know what goes along with our uh, with our reality that we've created since we were children. You know what I mean? So, I'm not paying attention to it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, uh, if it crumbles, I'll be watching it. I'll definitely be watching it in prime time, baby. But, uh. I think that I I don't think it has to, you know, I was also thinking about you'd think for the amount of fucking protests that we've had for the past decades. Let's start with just the, the big one. What was the big one in like 2011, 2010, 2012? Occupy Wall Street, right? How many protests for whatever reason all across the world have we had since Occupy Wall Street? You would think that the world wouldn't be as fucked up as it is Considering all these good people go out and protest tyranny and unfairness year after year, time after time, hour after hour, day after day, you would think the world wouldn't be so fucked. Remember when the whole Occupy Wall Street thing was like, we're fighting against the one percenters, the one percenters. They're still there, people. I don't know if you've noticed this, but all the cool college kids that went to fucking New York and took pictures and got hippie pussy. Remember all those days? They didn't do a goddamn thing. It certainly didn't change the world. You know what I mean? You would think, you would think that something wouldn't, we wouldn't be so fucked if all these fucking protests did a goddamn thing. You know, we have the right to protest, but I don't think, I don't, I really don't think it, it results in anything. You know? My, <laughs> my, my way, To change the world would to be, you got to start decapitating some of these one percenters. You know what I mean? Some of these politicians. You got to make an example out of one of them. I'm telling you, man, you drag one of these fucking nutless politicians into the street, chop their head off in Times Square, and you'll see some change in America. You'll see some change in the world. I guarantee it. But until that happens, you know, you're just camping out, wasting your fucking time. That's what I think. That's truly what I think, you know, everybody wants a peaceful protest. It's like, I don't know how much that's going to get done, really, because the the system accepts it. You know, if you were really changing anything, I don't think they'd allow you to sleep on the street for a month and a half. You know what I mean? If you were really doing anything. But it's like, yeah, there's a bunch of kids on Wall Street that are just camping out for a couple weeks. What are they really doing? Nothing. You know? smoking weed, fucking that's about it. We can leave them there for the time being. And then when the time comes, we'll kick them out. We'll tell them, Hey, you did a good job protesting. You changed the world. Great job. And then we go right back to business as usual. You know what I mean? It would just, it just seems to me that the amount of protests that take place in this world every fucking year, things wouldn't be as fucked up as they are. But I I honestly am starting to believe protests don't do a goddamn thing. (laughs) And maybe that's a little cynical of me, but I mean, I just don't see it. I don't see it, you know. Even in the the fucking Canada shit, all the truckers, it's like, yeah, we're going to put an end to mask mandates and all that shit. And uh, it seems like a lot of the world has kind of dropped that, allegedly. You know what I mean? There's a lot of countries that are like, we're not doing the mask anymore. No more COVID passport or vaccine passport or whatever the fuck it is. But, you know, I think they're already they're only saying that because they already got the information that they needed to get. But anyway, again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know a goddamn thing. Let's talk about Kanye West. Can we (laughs) kind of. I don't know. I've never been a Kanye fan, but I do feel bad for that dude. Also, here's the thing with Kanye is people are turning their back on him because he's losing his mind. But he's also losing his family. You know what I mean? So maybe I have some uh, sympathy towards that. But also, here's the thing, too, people. You spend fucking 20 years telling somebody they're a genius, even though they're a jackass. And then when they start to act like a jackass, it's like, that's kind of your fault everyone put this dude up on a pedestal and allowed himself to call himself a genius and everybody placated into his, his geniusness. And now when he starts to fuck it, go off the rails, everyone's like, Hey buddy, fuck you. It's like you put you, you made that guy who he is by not telling him he was a jackass 15 years ago when he started calling himself a genius. You know what I mean? You had the chance to go, Hey buddy, why don't you calm down? You make some nice music. Your shoes are comfortable but you're not a fucking genius. So why don't you calm down a little bit? Instead, everyone's like, yeah, you're a genius. You're brilliant. You're the best artist there's ever been, you know? And then when the shit hits the fan, everyone's like, oh, what a piece of shit that guy is. (laughs) (laughs) I love how everyone just bailed on Kanye immediately. He chopped off Pete Davidson's head in that music video. Did y'all see that? The claymation or whatever, where he decapitates Pete Davidson. I don't know, dude. I just imagine if I had children. And that's I don't know what it is to be fucking rich and wealthy and all that shit either. But man, if uh I don't know. I don't know. If somebody if I, somebody was in my house fucking my wife while my kids were around, I might feel some way about it too. You know what I mean? I might. But I don't know. I can't put myself in those shoes. I just think it's funny that everyone built that motherfucker up to be Whatever he said, he wanted to be a god, a genius, all this and that, and people were like, "Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, buddy." And then, and then everybody turned on him. <laughs> that poor guy, man. Poor fucking Kanye, dude. But you know, also, I don't. It just seems like such a fucking clusterfuck of shit. To have a public relationship would just be, I uh, fuck, man. It seems like way too much but i mean that's how these celebrities work you know what i mean even even the low lives you know what me and you not a low life but everyday folk you know what i mean we put our relationships out for the public eye too whether it be facebook instagram all that shit you know what i mean everybody wants to change their relationship status on facebook want to let everybody know hey somebody loves me look at all these pictures look at all these pictures of us Loving each other, you know, and then all of a sudden those pictures stop showing up, and then you got to take your relationship status down it's like why why does it have to be everybody else's business, who you're fucking? you know what I mean why who cares? I don't, I certainly don't, but that's what it seems like everyone's in fucking high school forever, man, be like, oh, are you two dating? it's like, are you asking if we're fucking? Because that's what it seems like. And frankly, that's none of your business. You know what I mean? If I'm getting married, I'll invite you to the wedding. Other than that, mind your fucking business. Quit putting your relationships out there, people. And then when they fall apart, it's like now you got to deal with that aspect of it, too. You put your relationship out. You put your happiness out in the public eye. And now you have to also have your sadness in the public eye, too. You know what I mean? Maybe it's different for people who don't do comedy because it's like, as far as Facebook goes for me, I just have so many people on there that I don't know personally or know well enough to even give a shit what they think about my personal life. I don't want them to know what the fuck's going on with me unless it's like comedy related. You know what I mean? I like to keep my personal life, by God, fucking personal. I like to keep it to myself and maybe a small group of people that I'm happy to, you know, exchange personal information with. But quid that's so fucking obnoxious, you know. It's also funny too. It's also funny how someone's happy for 2 days. Ah, I've been love, I'm so happy and then fucking 2 days later, you know what I mean? It's all falls apart and they're like, ah, he was <laughs> fucking some lady in Minnesota. <laughs> I've So I've known so many girls who have been like, you know, they start showing up on social media with some guy and they're the happiest they've ever been, you know. And then two weeks fucking later, they're like, oh, that guy was married to somebody in Rhode Island. <laughs> and they didn't know. So now they got all these pictures out with somebody, you know some fucking lady's husband. They're like, this is my boyfriend. And it's like, no, that guy's married and has a family. Like What is, what is anybody doing, man? Quit putting your personal business out there so much, dude. Oh my God, bro. I saw somebody popped up where they had to, they had a fucking abortion anniversary on Facebook. It's been one year since my abortion. Stop telling people that shit, man. Keep your dead babies to yourself. All right. You don't need to be putting that shit on Facebook. That's not a brave thing to do. It's been one year since I had an abortion. Oh, it was very hard for me to do. It's like, why don't you keep that tragedy to yourself? Maybe it makes it maybe it makes it easier for other people to talk about their abortions. But it's like, why don't you guys get a fucking meeting together and go talk about it in person instead of making it seem like it's, a, it's an anniversary. It's an abortion anniversary. It's like, oh my God, dude. Also think that just the undying need for attention that we live in, in this world has something to do with that too. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be patting on the back. Hey, good job having an abortion. (laughs) You know what I mean? Good job finding somebody who loves you for a second. Good job having an abortion. It was just like, holy fuck, dude. Holy fuck. You go and I had an abortion one year ago, sharing it, (laughs) sharing the fucking memory. Uh, fuck man <laughs> whatever share it all share it don't have any don't keep anything to yourself people put all your information out to strangers who don't really give a fuck about you you know <laughs> especially if you're like hey i have bored babies it's like that's a good way to open up a door to just a bunch of creepy dudes coming in going hey you abort babies? That's cool. That means you fucking don't want babies. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a time to be alive, my friend. What a fucking time to be alive. What you get? All right. We got a couple more things, then we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, did you see the fucking uh, the swimming the, the trans person who won the this was a couple I guess a couple weeks ago now. I can't remember if I talked about it or not, that the uh there was a person who was born a biological male, transitioned to, became a swimmer, was a swimmer, not a very good swimmer, transitioned into being a female, and now is like crushing every single swimming record ever. And uh, I really don't care at this point. I think it's, I think it's great. I'm, I have a joke that I've been working about it, is I support it because I think it makes women's sports interesting for once or, or actually makes them watchable. You know what I mean? That's why I support trans women in women's sports is because, well, now the sports are much better than what it was. You know what I mean? Finally getting some dunks in the WNBA. <laughs> I just think it's funny because there's so many dudes who are like, I think it's wrong. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair. And it's like, when did you start caring about women's sports so fucking much? You know what I mean? Nobody really cared about them until dudes started participating in them for a lack of a better word. You guys get what I'm saying. Don't come after me for that bullshit. I don't give a fuck if you do. If you don't understand what I'm saying, go fuck yourself. Try and figure it out. Your confusion doesn't affect me. I have plenty of my own confusion that I got to deal with. You know what I mean? But that's, you know, dudes, guys never gave a shit about women's sports until dudes started doing it. And now they're like, oh, that's not right. That's not fair, and they still don't watch it, and they still don't really care. And they wouldn't be saying anything. They wouldn't even know. Most guys wouldn't even know that women swim (laughs) in the Olympics or whatever the fuck it is if there wasn't somebody who was born biologically a male and then participated in it. I think that shit is fucking hilarious. It's not right. we got to stand up for the women's sports. It's like, you don't give a shit about women's sports, you know? (laughs) And hey, maybe that's how they start. Uh, everyone wants to women sports to get paid more money. Maybe that's the way to do it. As you just let fellas participate in it, you know what I mean? It'll at least generate some some chatter about the shit. Anyway, let's get to the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. Hope we've had some fun today. I hope we got somewhere. This has been a little bit of an interesting one, I suppose. Uh, this video, I think it's coming from the old world star hip hop. This video, I think you know you can find this shit anywhere. It just got me thinking. Have you ever seen like a horse I guess a horse breeder or whatever and they want to get the the horse sperm so <laughs> so they get the horse all riled up, right? The stallion and then they bring in what is it a mare? Is that the uh, the female horse? And the so the horse ri- gets all riled up and then it's about to mount the the lady horse, somebody comes in and grabs the horse's dick and just slips the old fucking, uh, the old horse fleshlight on the old horse cock, you know, and then they just jerk it off until it comes in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching horse jerk off videos. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Imagine if that happened to you. <laughs> Imagine if you're like, you know, you're rock hard, ready to go. And, uh, You know, for some reason, you can't see exactly what's going on, so you're about to mount this lady, and some fucking fella runs in and grabs your dick and sticks it in a tube sock or something like that. Goes, hey, buddy, I need your sperm. we got to (laughs) create some... I don't even know if that's necessarily an animal video clip of the week. (laughs) And nothing happened to anybody in the video. I was just watching, (laughs) watching how they... How they get the horse sperm, and they just got a big—it almost looks like a big gouache, you know, a big rubber boot. <laughs> and then the horse comes inside of it, and then you got like a baby bottle of horse cum. And then what do you do with that? I don't know. <laughs> I guess the idea is you sell it, or you—it's for eugenics, correct? That's why they do the horse cum is so they can make a stronger horse, but. Why wouldn't you just get a strong lady horse so the the stallion can actually fuck it instead of doing the old switcheroo on it, you know? Why don't you just get two horses and let them fuck instead of meddling with nature and going, hey, you're going to come inside this boot. I just think that'd be a better experience for the horse and for me. I don't want to watch some fucking farmhand lady jerking off some horse. I want to watch the horses fuck nature you know what i mean nature is what i want to watch i don't want to feel bad feel bad that horse getting bamboozled you know what i mean it's not fair it's not right i think we should be letting horses fuck instead of uh making them come in boots but that's just me what do you think about any of that let me know info at joe thanks for checking out the podcast this week everybody hope we had some fun listen Go to joekellycomedy.com to keep up with all my shit. Uh, I'm going to be updating the website, putting more of the podcast shit on there as far as the stuff I'm doing with Monty and my own. And uh, other than that, no shows coming up this week. Shooting the movie, chilling, laying low. Just try to enjoy myself, you know. I hope you're enjoying yourself, too. Hey, man, have a good week. Once again, thanks for checking it out. Hope we had some fun. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, too. I'll catch you around real soon. Later.